old-fashioned football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Bowl Challenge. $250 cash and a $250 gift card is up for grabs. Check it out exclusively on the SGPN app. Old-fashioned football. Welcome to Old Fashioned Football. That was Paul Stevie on the guitar bringing us in. We are at week 15. My name is Justin Mark. If you haven't joined us before, welcome. If you have, welcome back. You can find me on Twitter at jmarkfootball and some bad news, ladies and gentlemen. Miranda is on the injured reserve this week. She's okay. She's okay. Just she is fighting a, a really bad cold. She's sick, has barely any voice, so we're going to... We're going to have to push on. You know what they say, the show must go on, but um, she'll be excited to be back here next week. But for this week, you're stuck with me. And it is week 15, which is the start of playoffs in most leagues. I had one league that started this last week here. Um, Four people make the playoffs. You play two weeks each, so it's best of two weeks for each matchup. So it started last week, or I guess this last week. Yeah, yeah. And I am battling my way out there. I need Marquise Brown and Patriots kicker to combine for 24 points to uh, be even. So a little playing behind, a little playing behind, but that's all right. That's all right. It happens. However, for most of us in most leagues, the uh, the playoffs, they start this week. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. And I hope you can win a game in the playoffs. I hope you made the playoffs. I know I've got uh, multiple leagues that I've made the playoffs. Miranda's got some leagues she made the playoffs. I hope you made the playoffs. If you didn't, yeah, that's just the way it goes, right? We don't we don't make it every time as much as we want to. Um, and I, I will say a couple things, you know. Just because you didn't make the playoffs doesn't mean you have to give up. Um, you know, get in there and get that waiver wire in. And uh, kind of screw somebody over in the playoffs, you know, exact a little revenge. There's nothing wrong with that. Or, you know, if you're in a dynasty league, like we have a bunch of dynasty leagues in our auction leagues, we're looking at contracts, people we can pick up, pick some people up that will be uh, promising next year. And we're actually going to talk about that next week. So make sure you come back next week to check it out because we're going to kind of go over um, people that guys that you could put on your roster and potentially contract next year that will have a bigger impact. You know, guys that aren't doing much this year, but next year it might be a different story. So, anyways, moving on. Winner, winner. 
t-shirt dinner no don't don't eat the t-shirts the t-shirts aren't edible just just so you know so don't eat them um but they are very wearable they are very cool old-fashioned football podcast t-shirts check them out at sg.pn slash store um or just go to the sports website go to the merch um go to the app go to the merch you you get the drift but anyways our shirts are fire we're excited about them and we did a little uh entry giveaway and we're gonna give two shirts away we're giving two shirts away and, and i and it's not i was gonna say it's because we're awesome like that but it's actually because you guys are awesome like that it's because we we love the listeners this is why we do it and we have by the way helped 4600 teams make playoffs that is a made-up number, but I'm going to go with it. It sounds about right. So 4,600 teams have made the playoffs by listening to this, so that's what you get from listening to old-fashioned football. Anyways, uh, without further ado, drumroll please. Brrr. Cody Zeeb and Zach Avello. You guys have both won yourself a old-fashioned football podcast t-shirt. You can reach out to me or I will reach out to you tomorrow either way. Um, just going to need to know what size you want. If you want the red or black logo and what color, because there are between the two logos, there are seven different shirts to choose from. And then your shipping address. I'll get all that from you. But congrats, guys. Congrats to uh, to Zach, by the way. He got engaged this last weekend. So congratulations there. And um, I know Cody has been down with uh, the flu. So, Cody, I hope you feel better. Anyways, congrats to you guys for winning the Old Fashioned Football Podcast T-shirts um and you don't have to stop there just because you won one you could you could still go out and get another one if you want because there's a like i said a variety of colors um i plan on having one for each day of the week and that will just be my attire it will just be old-fashioned football podcast t-shirts um and until miranda starts saying stop wearing the same thing every week you need to switch it up anyways this is Old Fashioned Football. If you've been here before, you know we drink a little whiskey while we're talking to you and going over fantasy football. So this is the point where Miranda, I would say to Miranda, Miranda, what are we drinking today? But since Miranda is sick and it's just me, Justin, what are we drinking today? Well, I will tell you, I am drinking Sazerac Rye. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're saying, that's a drink. It is a drink. There is a drink called a Sazerac Rye, but I'm drinking the actual Sazerac Rye whiskey. So more to come on that later. We will talk about it. Um, and I'm excited about it because it's good. It's it's very good. And I did learn um, from a little photo that Mr. Rod Gomez sent me that Cesarac Rye uh, is cheaper here than it is in California. Cheaper in Iowa than it is in California. Go figure. Anyways, before I keep rambling on here, let's give a shout out to our sponsors and get paid. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Looking to get involved in the same game parlay? WinBet is your home with their WinBet Build Your Own Bet, letting you customize the bet you want to make. It is awesome. I've done it before. Um, you can check out my tweets, Sean's tweets, Kramer's tweets. They always give out some some build-your-own-bet parlays. It's good stuff. 
WinBet has great promos, odds, and payouts happening right now. And WinBet has what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so that they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offers up exchange terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present to see where winbet through play is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also back with Underdog Fantasy, and if you haven't signed up already, you can still get 100% deposit match up to $100 when you use the promo code SGPN. Just go to underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN, for a 100% deposit match. Underdog is great for their weekly battle royale format, as well as getting an early start with their playoff best ball. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And if you're sitting there thinking, um, you know, I never I never win at those daily fantasy football things, so I'm, I'm better at season-long. They have much more than just that. They have, like, the... Um, you can put in five different picks, up to five different picks of, hey, I think this guy's going to go over 45 and a half yards, or this guy's going to go under, this guy's going to throw over half a reception, interception, not reception. If he throws over half reception, that's a good bet if it's a quarterback. Anyways, over half an interception, you can pick up to five, and the more you add, the more it times is your bet. Uh, all five is 20 times, I believe. So a $5 bet could win you $100 if you hit all five. So there's a lot to do there. Um, it's very it's very fun. I love their platform. And anyways, yeah, that's uh, WinBet and Underdog. A little shout-out to our sponsors and um, just kind of a testimony that I like them both, and I'm not just saying that because they are our sponsors. Maybe it's because I'm a D-Gen, I guess. Uh, let's talk about our injury report. There is a lot on our injury report, a lot. Now, not all of it is going to affect you. Some of them are guys that you probably only had in your flex, but some of them, some of them are starters. This one, this first one is more of a, uh, more of an impact in a two quarterback league. Cause I'm going to guess Marcus Mariota is not a lot of starting QB ones, but maybe the QB two in a two quarterback or super flex league. He's going on IR most likely. And Desmond Ritter will start the rest of the year. However, Arthur Smith has said it's performance-based and not because of the injury. So Desmond Ritter is going to be the starter. So look out. Um, also, great. He's probably available out there. So a great dynasty option. Pick him up. Potentially contract him next year. Panthers wide receiver DJ Moore is having an MRI, calling it a possible ankle injury. If he misses time, that's going to be- benefit Shy Smith. Bengals had a couple wide receivers. Tyler Boyd dislocated his finger and T. Higgins hurt his hamstring. Both are day-to-day. Amari Cooper is day-to-day with a hip injury. If he misses time, that benefits Donovan Peoples-Jones. Though the way um, the way that uh, Deshaun Watson has been playing, I don't know if it's going to benefit anybody regardless. Um, two Dolphins players to talk about. Jeff Wilson suffered a hip injury. He should be okay, but... If not, benefits Mostert. And Tyreek Hill had an ankle injury that they think he can work through. He did play the rest of the game after getting injured. So I think he will be okay, Um, which I I was going to say is unfortunate. That sounds really bad. I don't want him to be hurt. It's only unfortunate because he had such a good game against me in the fantasy football playoffs, and to play him a second week in a row, it's going to be tough. Uh, Richie James, wide receiver for the Giants, who we have talked about, 
a couple different times, actually, on our waiver wires, out with a concussion. Daniel Bellinger, uh, another tight end, rookie tight end for the Giants, his sore ribs. Um, I don't know what that means. It just says he's got a lot of soreness in his ribs. So I they didn't say if they were broken or bruised. They just said they're sore. So he's got some sore ribs. Uh, another guy messing with the ribs, Mike White, quarterback for the Jets, is day-to-day. If he misses time, we can expect to see Mr. Smoke and Joe Flacco. Corey Davis, wide receiver, has a concussion, though you know most of the guys bounce back within a week unless they're Joe Mixon, who did come back, which was nice to see him back. Um, this is a big one. This is a big one. This is going to affect a lot of people, including myself in the league. Um, Debo Samuel likely has a high ankle sprain, which would make him out for four to six weeks. So I guess that's going to benefit Ayuk. Um, another big one, Damian Pierce. He's getting an MRI on an injured ankle, so he may miss time. They have not said. If he does, of course, that benefits sexy Rexy, Rex Burkhead. And then two more concussions to quarterbacks to talk about. Tyler Huntley left the Ravens. He was already filling in for Lamar Jackson. He's out with a a, uh, concussion. That's going to benefit Anthony Brown if he doesn't play. And then Russ Wilson out with a concussion after having what was probably his best game all season. So um, he really gave it his all. He looked like Russ again. He showed up, and now he's out with a concussion. So that is unfortunate, and um, I know the Broncos players – and anybody that rosters, probably not Russ Wilson, but guys like Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, you're hoping that Russ can make it back. So anyways, that's the injury report for today. Make sure you check closely, check closely to make sure you're not starting an injured player. You don't want to start an injured player, of course, uh, especially during the playoffs, because that's a little embarrassing. So why don't we get on to Sir Throws a Lot now, this guy, God, he's just, he's been on this before, and it's crazy because he's so old. <laughs> I mean, really, uh, Tom Brady back as our Sir Throws a lot with 55 throws in a, in a really, really embarrassing 35-7 to loss to Brock Hard Purdy and the 49ers. So, um, but he threw 55 times trying to catch up. Didn't work, obviously. Lost 35-7. to so we're going to keep it rolling right along because I know all of us want to push through and I don't want to, I, I'm wanting to get to this whiskey. So <laughs> um, anyways, the bad thing is when Miranda's not here, there's no pauses to drink my whiskey. So I have to do like a, a manual pause or something in here so that I can drink my whiskey. I'm not sure, but um, but anyways, we're going to talk about some studs and duds. First stud on the list, we talked about him just a little bit ago because he had a concussion, but finally, finally. One more time for those in the back. Finally on the stud list, Russell Wilson projected 15 points, finished with 27.58. Another guy we already talked about, Brockhard Purdy. Didn't have a huge game, but I think there were just really low expectations, and he exceeded those. 14.5 points was his projection. He finished with 21.7. And then I had to throw a third one in here, even though we normally don't do three quarterbacks, but Trevor Lawrence had himself a game, an upset win over the Titans, where he was projected 16.6 points, and he finished with 33.2. And then moving on to running backs. Ah, this one hurt. This one hurt. Jarek McKinnon, projected 7.3, finished with 31.9. Again, that's in a half PPR league. We always do the half PPR because it's right in the middle. That league also has some bonuses, so it depends on your scoring. But I had this guy. I picked him up. uh, I used the rest of my fab. And then J.K. Dobbins comes off the injured report, 
and I had to drop somebody. Well, Jarek McKinnon was the only person I felt comfortable dropping, and then he finishes with 31.9. Oh, that hurt. Um, it, Dobbins didn't do bad either, though. He's also on our stud list. Projected 6.7 in his return. He finished with 18, so he had a really good game. But I could have used Jarek McKinnon in the flex. Had I put him in um, for Marquise Brown, I wouldn't be relying on Marquise Brown tonight, and I would be ahead. Uh, that 31 points would put me ahead. So it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. That's how it goes. You can't always go back and say, well, if I had done this, that, or the other. Another stud running back, Miles Sanders, who has had a hell of a year, really. Um, it's that, that offensive line is just really, really good for the Eagles. Projected 11.8, finished at 28 points. You know, and they build leads because their defense is so good, their offense is so good. They just build these leads that they can just keep running the ball, and that really benefits Miles Sanders, who I nominated for $1 in our auction league. I'm sure if you listened to me to us before, you've heard me say that several times. Nominate him for $1, expecting people to spend their money on him, um, just to kind of get some of their their uh, auction budget out of the way, and um, nobody bid on him. So I got him for a dollar. Not mad about it at all. He's done very well for me, so not mad about it at all. Some stud wide receivers. This one helped me out a lot. Jerry Judy projected 11.3, finished with 29.3. That's the Jerry Judy we were hoping to see all year with Russ Wilson. DJ Chark was projected 5.8, and he finished with 18.4. More on him later. And Seahawks wide receiver Marquise Goodwin projected 4.7, finished with 17.8. As uh, he kind of, you know, the focus was on DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, of course, so that opened up Goodwin. Then some tight ends to talk about. We already talked about Trevor Lawrence, so let's talk about the tight end that was benefiting from him passing. Evan Engram projected 5.9, finished with 33.7 in a hell of a game. And then Chico Zium Okonkwo, <laughs> I almost did that without stuttering at all. Chico Zium Okonkwo for the Titans tight end. He was projected 5.7, finished with 15.5. Um, the rookie tight ends really starting to kind of come along and stretch the field. We're going to talk about him a little bit later too. Spoiler alert, right? Now let's talk about some duds. Quarterback Derek Carr. Ouch. Um, projected 15.9, finished with 2.58 in a rough game for the Raiders. A rough game. After the game, Baker Mayfield, for the Rams, who they played against, who outperformed Derek Carr, had to ask where to go because he hadn't been on the Rams long enough to know where the fuck he was supposed to go. That's hilarious. That has to make you feel bad if you're a Raiders fan. Sorry to Miranda's Uncle Paul. Sorry to um, the, my opponent in the fantasy football league. I was talking about the big money league where it's already in playoffs. Chris, both of them are uh, big Raiders fans. And then uh, Davis Mills, another dud. Hopefully you weren't counting on Davis Mills, but he was coming back for the Texans in what really was a, a competitive, close game with the Cowboys. I had picked them on the NFL Gambling Podcast that I partake in on Wednesdays. If you uh, haven't listened to that, check us out at 2.30 Central, 3.30 Eastern. We go live on YouTube and Twitter, but I had picked them as my dog, um, kind of on a whim, but I kind of could see it happening. You know, the the Cowboys going through the motions and the Texans kind of fighting for the the state battle, really. Um, But no thanks to Davis Mills, who was projected 12.2 and finished with 5.2. 
stud running backs, DeAndre Swift, who has found his name on the duds more than the studs, projected 13.4, finished with 5.4. Saquon Barkley, ouch, projected 16.8, finished with 5.8. And then Travis Etienne, as well as the Jaguars did, he did not, projected 14.7, finished with 3.2. Wide receivers that were on the dud list, CeeDee Lamb, maybe he could have helped the Cowboys out a little bit more and it wouldn't have been such a close game, but he was projected 13.7, finished with 5.8. Gabe Davis projected 10, finished with 4.6, and Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle, I wish you would have had the the big touchdown pat or reception and not Tyreek Hill. That really hurt my uh, the the score against me. But anyways, he was projected 12.6, finished with 4.1. And then to talk about um, some dud tight ends, Mark Andrews not doing me any favors. Projected 10.6, finished with 2.7. Something has happened with Mark Andrews. Ever since his injury, he has been on this dud list, and I I don't get it because he's no longer really on a snap count, and it's not like Isaiah Likely is really shining in, like uh, to overcome him. So there's just something there that doesn't seem right because he is not performing well um, since he came back from injury. So I don't know if he's not 100%. I don't know what the deal is there, but um, it's really it's really screwing me over. I mean, 2.7 points from your tight end is rough. Um, and what's even rougher is I had Mark Andrews and Kyle Pitts. So it's not like I have a better option. Um, Kyle Pitts has since been dropped since he's injured. Uh, another dud tight end. Let's go back to the Raiders. Foster Moreau projected 6.2 ended with zero. Luckily my opponent had him. So, um, my 2.7 for Mark Andrews was at least 2.7 better than Chris's Foster Moreau's zero was. Anyways, that's the studs and duds this week. Moving right along again, it's always weird talking to yourself. I'm just going to say that. Talking with yourself, not having the conversation with Miranda, it's it's a lot different. It, it It is a lot different. So hopefully moving fast enough that you aren't taking a snooze here. Let's go ahead and get the waiver wires because that's what we all need, right? We all need a little extra help to give us a little extra confidence going into the playoffs. So the first one, a guy we've kind of already talked about, in fact, he was on our waiver wire list last week, but 86% of you did not listen because he's only rostered in 14% of sleeper leagues. And just as a reminder, yes, we use sleeper um, roster percentages. So anyways, Brock Hard Birdie, uh, Iowa State legend, stepping in for the 49ers. Now, this is interesting because he's a rookie, obviously. He was Mr. Irrelevant, the last player taken in the draft. And they've got Trey Lance, who was their draft pick last year and then was injured this year. But Brock Purdy, I thought, looked better than Trey Lance has yet. I'm not a Trey Lance fan. I don't think he is a NFL quarterback, um, maybe a backup, but I just don't think he's an NFL leading starting quarterback. No offense to Trey Lance. I just don't think he is. Now, Brock Purdy, though. Brock Birdie might be. So do they have a quarterback controversy? And not to mention Jimmy Garoppolo. They got Jimmy too. Anyways, Brock Purdy rostered in 14% of leagues. I'd spend 5% of fab on him. Um, unfortunately, the 49ers probably aren't going to start him next year. But uh, he is their starter the rest of this year. So if he needs some quarterback help, he threw for 185 yards and two touchdown passes. He also ran for a touchdown against a decent Tampa Bay Bucks defense. Uh, you know, we mentioned him last week, but mentioning him again because, like I said, he's barely rostered. If you need the quarterback help or just depth, I think he's a good addition. And next next week, the 49ers play the Seahawks, who kind of have a suspect pass defense. 
Um, they just let Sam Darnold and the Panthers move the ball on him easily. So I, I think he could have a, a really good game and could be in line for or another really good stat line here. So he's definitely somebody to consider. After him, the next quarterback I have is Baker Mayfield. And hear me out here. I know you're giggling to yourself. Only 13% rostered. I would not do more than like 3% of fab, but I know his stat line wasn't huge. But he was with the team for less than two days before playing, and he threw for 230 yards and a touchdown. Now, with additional time to learn that offense and more reps to get with the receivers, I think he could have some decent games. His schedule isn't great. I mean, he does play the Packers, Broncos, Chargers next. But if you need somebody, especially in a two-quarterback league, your options are limited because most of the guys are rostered. Baker Mayfield might not be. Uh, Moving on to a running back, Marlon Mack. 9% 9% rostered. Welcome back, Marlon Mack. So Mike Boone carted off with an ankle injury, which we didn't mention because I was going to mention it here, and because I don't think a lot of you were starting Mike Boone. I'm sorry if you were, but Mack showed that he still has some of that flash, that big playability that he had with the Colts as he took his screen pass for 66 yards for a touchdown. He ran for another 15 yards. He's got that big playability, and I just think he's needed some opportunity. I think he's going to get more opportunity in the next couple weeks here. So so he's definitely a, a, uh, a name to consider. Also, just want to mention, we're not going to talk about him a lot, um, Jarek McKinnon. He's rostered in 63% of leagues, but that means in 27% of them he's not. So he might be available in your league. Sorry, math is hard. 37%, <laughs> not 27 37% available in 37% of leagues and coming off 31 points performance. So... Definitely somebody to look for. Um, let's move on to receivers. Receivers, uh, DJ Chark, 50% rostered. I'd spend about 10% of your fab on him. Chark was tied for most reception. And he's been getting, excuse me, he has been getting a lot of looks the past two games. He's had 11 catches for 192 yards and two touchdowns in the last two. He does have a tough matchup next week against the Jets, but then he plays the Panthers and the Bears. Not exactly tough teams to go against. This Lions offense is, I mean, they've been pretty good. I, I don't like saying that. I'm a Bears fan. But this Lions offense has been decent throughout the year. And if Chark can continue to carve out a role like he has the past two weeks, he's at the very least worth a flex spot. So I like him. Um, I'm going to put some waivers in for him in some leagues that I need some flex help or just some depth on my bench. Uh, another receiver, Giants, Isaiah Hodgins, 4% rostered. I'd spend, you know, 5 10% of the fab. We're getting towards the end. You can't take it with you. Hodgins has two touchdowns in two weeks now and at least three receptions in four straight games. He's one of the few consistent parts of this passing game for the Giants. Uh, last week he had four catches out of five targets for 38 yards and a touchdown. That's really similar by last week. I mean just this last Sunday. That's really similar to the last week, the week before this last week. <laughs> clear as mud um stat line of five catches on six targets for 44 yards and a touchdown Hodgins is worth a flyer to put in your flex spot um if you need the help and I I know some of you do you know maybe Debo just went down for you and you need somebody who can kind of fill in some space on your either on your bench or flex or wherever it may be because you know Debo goes out well then your wide receiver you had in your flex goes into your wide receiver one or two spot for Debo and then you're stuck with like where do I who do I put in my flex? Well, DJ Chark or Isaiah Hodgins are good uh, options for that, really. And the last um, waiver wire as we move to the tight ends here, you know, Miranda's specialty. 
I loves her tight ends. That's why she married me. Oh, no, that's that's not right. Anyways, Chigozia Maconquo. Chigozia Maconquo, 23% rostered. Uh, this guy's rookie, and he's really starting to stretch the field, and I think he could continue to gain momentum. He's had at least five targets in the last three games, so Tannehill is really looking his way. They're using him even though Austin Hooper is still there and target sharing, or I guess not target sharing, but time sharing that tight end position with him. Um, this week he caught six of six for 45 yards. That's 100%. You, a quarterback loves that. When you know that you throw it to that guy and he's going to catch it, quarterbacks love it. Anyway, six for six, 44, five yards and a touchdown. Last week it was four or five for 68. Two weeks ago, three of five, 35. That's really decent consistency out of tight ends. You, I mean, if you play fantasy football, which I'm assuming you do if you're listening to this, unless you just like the sound of our voice or you like whiskey or both, which is cool too. We appreciate that too. But uh, if you're here because you play fantasy football, like probably 99% of you, that's consistency out of a tight end is difficult. It's hard to get consistent tight end. Yes, that, that sounds odd, but you know what I'm saying. It is hard, and Chigozium Akonkwo is showing that he can kind of get the job done, and he may be reliable in that spot, and it's a good dynasty play too. I mean, if Austin Hooper's not there next year, this is Akonkwo's spot um, and his time to shine. So keep an eye on that. And then I just wanted to mention Evan Engram. He is rostered in 60% of leagues, which goes over our 50% rule. However, past two weeks, nope, that's wrong, this last week, it looks like it's a two-week stat line. That's why I said that. It looks like this is two games. This is one game. This last week, he had 11 catches on 15 targets for 162 yards and two touchdowns. I think there's only one tight end that has had a better performance than that this year, and that's Travis Kelsey. I don't think anybody else has. I think this is the number two tight end performance in fantasy football all year. 11 catches, 162 yards, and two touchdowns for Evan Engram, um, a guy who's kind of was, you know, long lost, forgotten, I guess, um, from the Giants originally, plays for the Jags now. This is why you listen to old-fashioned football, everybody, because Miranda – Gave him out on our tight end episode preseason as maybe a sleeper candidate to kind of that you could get for a dollar in your auction drafts um, or translating to your snake round players, um, your snake round guys and gals that uh, I'm thinking that's like, you know, your 15th, 16th rounder or whatever. But anyways, um, that's why you got to listen. I, we're going to do that next year, too. We're going to do our preseason articles. I can tell you if we would spend the uh, for the top 10 what they're averaging and then give some some flyers. Anyways, that's the waiver wires. Like I said, tune in next week. Um, it's going to be a good one next week as we go over players that, um, you know, they, they, they're not getting a lot of attention right now. They're probably out there on the free agency. But next year might have more opportunity, and that's – that could be because their contract is up and they might land on a team where they get better position. Or maybe somebody ahead of them has a contract that's up and they're the next man up. There's those players out there. you always got to watch for them. And I don't know how your league works, but like for our auction leagues, if you pick a guy up, he um, is a $3 contract the next year. So dirt cheap. It's always important to keep your eyes on the, those types of players 
as you build your dynasty. And that goes for whether you're in the playoffs or you're not. I've done it in both. Sometimes I'm in the playoffs, but I have, you know, bench spots that I can afford to fill with guys that aren't going to contribute this year. And, and same as definitely if you're not in the playoffs, you know, that's what you do. You look to next year. So definitely keep your uh, eye out. Join us next week for that. Now, without further ado, we're going to uh, we're going to talk about some whiskey. Um, I, I know some of you, you came here to, to hear about some whiskey, so let's talk about some whiskey. I'm drinking Sazerac Rye, which is a straight rye whiskey. So here's here's a little background on this. I know Miranda's usually better at delivering this because she loves she loves doing the backgrounds on these. And so I I looked and found what I could here. Um, you know, for, go to their website www.sazerac.com. And again, it's Sazerac Rye, which is a drink, but this is a whiskey based off the drink, or I should say, inspired by the drink. Anyways, the one and only New Orleans original Sazerac Rye symbolizes the culture and history of the Big Easy. In the 19th century, industrious farmers and distillers in the heartland of the United States barreled and shipped their rye whiskeys down the great Mississippi River to the bustling growing city of New Orleans. These spicy and assertive spirits fueled the whiskey culture of New Orleans and established the first American cocktail, the Sazerac. So if you're not familiar, Sazerac has whiskey, bitters, and absinthe. So the Sazerac was born in the French Quarter, which I did not know that that was born in New Orleans. I had no idea. Um, but at a time that when saloons were veiled as coffee houses, and they were all over. I mean, that that couldn't have fooled anybody, right? They were walking around like, man, there's so many coffee places here. Yeah, no, that, that's not the coffee place. That's a bar. Anyways, at the famed Sazerac Coffee House, the drink of choice became a libation of rye whiskey, absinthe, and bitters. And with that, the first branded cocktail, the Sazerac, was born. Their Sazerac uh, rye carries the understrained taste and character of New Orleans. So um, that's that's pretty interesting. Again, I had no idea the Sazerac rye was created in New Orleans out of these quote-unquote coffee houses. Nice try. Weren't fooling anybody, probably. Um, the Sazerac rye whiskey symbolizes tradition and history of New Orleans. So rye whiskey dates back to the 1800s. Around the time when saloons, like I said, veiled as the coffee houses, began lining the streets. And um, this is this is an interesting one. So they say on the bottle, this is the perfect one, whiskey to put in a Sazerac rye. I have not done that yet, mainly because I don't own absinthe. But I am going to try it at some point. Let's go over a little tasting notes. Um, the aroma, the fragrance is of clove, sweet vanilla, anise, and pepper. I get a lot of vanilla out of it for sure when I smell it, definitely. Um, the taste has subtle notes of candy, spice, and crisp citrus. So I just took a drink of it, and um, I get a lot of spice. Not as much candies, but I do get a lot of spice. And then the finish is smooth with hints of licorice, which is interesting because I did get a little licorice taste there. Um, and I don't think I noticed that before when I tried it before. But... Uh, um, this has won several awards, 2022 category winner of World Whiskey's Award in Whiskey Magazine, 2022 Silver at International Wine and Spirits Competition, 2022 Platinum at TAG Global Spirits Award, 2022 Silver at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition. So it did good this year. He's got a gold at International Spirits Challenge, um, excellent, highly recommended in 90 to 94 points at the Ultimate Spirits Challenge, 2022 Gold at Denver International Spirits Cha Competition, not Challenge, Competition. So 
as you can see, even just this year, a lot of awards and awards really dating back to, if you look on their website, there's awards dating back to 2010 when they had gold, silver, best in class. I mean, they've had a lot of awards. They also have an 18 year that you can try. I have not tried that one, obviously. Um, I've only tried this one, but yeah, this is, this is a good one. Um, and then in case you're at home wondering how you make your Sazerac rye, you need one cube sugar, one and a half ounces Sazerac rye whiskey, a quarter ounce of Herb Saint, if you've got it, um, and three dashes of Pecod's bitters. I believe Herb Saint would be the absinthe. Now, I've had that at um, some restaurants where they take like a, they take either a rag or even just an orange or something, and they put it in absinthe, and then they basically do an absinthe rinse on the glass so that your glass just has absinthe all around on the inside, basically. And then they put your rye whiskey and bitters in and a lemon peel sometimes or the sugar cube. And that that's the Sazerac rye whiskey, and it's um, just like that, or it's not Sazerac rye whiskey, the Sazerac rye drink. Anyways, I'm going to go off on a tangent talking about whiskey. This is where Miranda would normally stop me, of course. But uh, if you have any questions, make sure you submit them to me um, or Miranda. But uh, she's been having issues with her Twitter, so submit them to me. Zach and Cody, get with me, and we'll get your shirt shipped to you. Congratulations again. Thank you for your support. Thank you, everybody, for your support. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Again, we've helped 4,200 teams get to playoffs. It is a made-up number, and I don't even know if it's the same number I said at the beginning of the show, but but uh, hopefully we have helped you some. I, I do know uh, the guy I co-host the NFL Gambling Podcast said he started listening to us a couple weeks in and helped turn his season around, and now he's in the playoffs. So hopefully we've done the same for you. Um, but, yeah, submit us questions. It can be on um, waiver wires. It can be on starts. It can be on trades, though I know the trade season is over now in pretty much every league. Um, it could be on whiskey. You can submit a whiskey question. Why not? But anyways, just make reach out to us. We like hearing from you. Um, thank you for listening. If you're listening on Spotify, because we, you know, we're available on Spotify, obviously. If you're listening on Spotify... Make sure you check out, um, you, sorry, make sure you keep listening and make sure you give us a, a review. Um, you can do star reviews there. Uh, we prefer five-star reviews, but if you don't want to give us a five-star review, we understand. Um, and speaking of Spotify, they, they released a little year-end wrap-up, and I want to thank you guys for not only making old-fashioned football the top listen to episode with our how to win your fantasy football auction league so really appreciate all the streams that got but um also for making us the top three within the the fantasy football platform that that's very cool of you all we really appreciate that um the the fantasy football channel for sgpn was top five percent most shared globally we were top 15% most followed podcasts. 70, we had a 762% growth in listeners this year. Um, 671% of streams growth. 
430% new followers. Uh, we're a top 10 podcast for 253 fans. So thank you to you, 253. We're a top five podcast for 161. So super thank you to you, 161. And we're the number one podcast for 52 fans. So thank you so much to you, 52 fans. You all are the reason we do this. We don't just talk for fun. This is because we're hoping to help some of you in your fantasy football Um and we don't have all the answers, but we we try to put in our, our research, our data, and to give what we think is good advice and helpful advice and that will help you move forward. Uh, that's all I have uh, for right now. Again, you know, listen, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. We appreciate you so much. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow Miranda at jmarkswifey. She will be back next week. I'm sure of it. She's going to kick it. Um it, by kick it, I don't mean the bucket, of course. I mean the cold. Um, follow me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. Reach out to me on the Discord. Uh, download the SGPN app. Download the SGPTN app on your Fire Stick or Apple. And, um, yeah, don't forget to uh, have a nice glass of whiskey if you're of age, of course. Next time you listen to us, join us and have a nice glass of whiskey with us. Um, now, I have put in several pauses here just so I could drink mine. And my old-fashioned is almost gone. Going once, going twice. Sold. Old-fashioned football.